Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Hay in Maseches Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> Where were we? Well, we had a five-way machlokas. You know, when you promise something, uh, we sent out to the chat yesterday two things. Uh, so somebody asked me, why did you send me Hataris Nadarim? So the truth is, it wasn't totally relevant, but whenever we say Hataris Nadarim, we always stumble, it kind of looks like this list, right? There is a Isser of Baal Te'acher. When you make some sort of pledge, in whichever form that pledge takes place, you do not want to delay and tarry. And therefore, there is a, um, there is a maximum amount of time that you have before you make do on that pledge. That is where we have the five way machlokas in the Gemara. To remind you, there's a brisa. The Tanakama said that the Isser Vata'acher kicks in after three regalim, regardless of where you are in the year. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said three regalim kesidron, uh, which is to say starting from Pesach, which is the Shita of our Mishnah, because our Mishnah said, don't forget, we're talking about Masechus Rosh Hashanah. Our Mishnah said that Pesach is the Rosh Hashanah, right? Uh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah, rather, Leregalim. So that is where it fits in, because that is, in fact, Shitas Rabbi Shimon. That would be the Nafkamina. Then there was the third sheet of Rabbi Meir, who says Regel Echad, right? That you, only, that, if you, that you only have until that one Regel. And all of these were supported uh, by Psukim, right? We started with Psukim that explained. And the Psukim are actually in the context of Sukkot, the festival of Sukkot, at the end of the explanation, it says, it repeats, Shalosh Pramim, and then it says, Don't come in empty handed. We already know that when you're going three times a year, we know where you're going. You're going during the three regalim. So why does the Pasuk go ahead and say, Chag Hamatzos, Hashvus, and Chag Hasukas? So, the shitas that are going to say, the first two shitas, the Tanakam and the Rebbe Shimon, are going to say, well, we had to mention all three regalim um, because that is, in fact, the threshold of Baal Te'acher. But now, Rabbi Meir, who says that it's only one regal, he's going to have to explain why the Pasuk mentions all three regalim afterwards. Okay, that's kind of where we pick up. But just to finish off the five shitas, so then Rabbi Lazar ben, um, ben Yaakov said... Um, what do you say? Reg- two regalim. Right. Rebbe ben Yaakov said two regalim because of the Pasuk said regalim in the plural. Again, he and Rebbe Meir both will have to explain why you have three mention of all three regalim. There he is. And finally, Rebbe Eliezer, right, the son of Rebbe Shimon Bar Yechai, he's the one that said sukkis. And in his case, we say why sukkis? He says because the whole Baal Ta'acher shtickle is in the context of Sukkot, and therefore, fascinatingly, he's going to point out to Sukkot. Okay. But the question is, right, if you're going to have, right, Shavuos and Sukkot, so then we brought it out, how are you going to understand the, if, so in other words, again, there's really two groups. There's the first two, Tanakan and Rabbi Shimon, need all three regalim in order to teach you the Baal Te'acher Vart, because they hold that you wait through Regalim. And the last three shitas, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Elizabeth Yaakov, and Rabbi Eliezer, they say it's only one or two Yomim Tovim, they're going to have extra right leftovers from that Pasuk to teach you other things. So that is where we pick up 
where we have the last line on Dalad Amabe. It says, So according to that, right, why would you have, why would the Torah go out of his way, right, to, to write the Chag HaSukkos in that Pasuk? Right? So if you have this leftover Sukkos and, uh, and Pesach in the Pasuk, why are we going to have the extra mention of Sukkos and Pesach to compare Sukkot to Pesach in the following way. And as Goranowitz sits down and hits the chair, we hit the very first word on Hayam and Aleph. First word. How do you become like the Vilna Gaon? Well, like the, like the saying goes, Vilna Gaon. If you will it, you could be a Gaon. That's Yiddish. There you go. You did it. When there's a will, there's a way. Okay. Ma, like a, like a, like a, another Jew once said, Im tirtsu einzu agada. Okay, here we go. Ma'chaga matzos ton lina. Avchaga sukkas ton lina. Okay. Just like, ma, just like Pesach requires what? Lina. This is great for the what? The tourism industry in Israel, which was suffering this past sukkas. It's saying that when you go all regel, machlokas rishonim, lina means you have to stay overnight. You got to stay in the hotel, Andrew. You got to get either apart rentals of distinction. A little shout out to Bookman. Beautiful apartments over there. Really? Nice. Yeah, really nice. Are they cheap? <laughs> um, we got a good deal because everybody bailed because of COVID, but it's not cheap. I, I wouldn't call it cheap. Um, nice new hotel there, the Orient. Highly recommended. Beautiful place. Anyways, you have to stay overnight, so it becomes a lachalamaisa. We're all going to be, be all a regular Bezrat Hashem soon. We're going to need to find a place to stay. Unless we're already living there by then, Andrew. Well, isn't, can we go out to anybody's house and say, this is my house? <clears throat> oh, that's, okay. Yeah, so we're not going to get into that now, but you're right. When we were learning Yishkalim and all these things. Why? Why should I pay if I'm uh, All right, I see where your head is at. Okay, be that as it may. There's a Machlokas Rishonim. Machlokas Rishonim. I'm not going to give you my address. No, I will. There's a Machlokas Rishonim. Is it just the night after the first uh, day, or is it the entire Yantiv? That's the question. Are you going just for first days, or for the entire Yantiv? But the point is, we have the Pasuk already by Pesach says it. The Pasuk by Pesach says that you have to stay over. Uh, that's what Lina means. You have to sleep over. And then, the Pasuk by, uh, right, and then, and then Sukkis is equated because we say, just like in Pesach, you have to stay over after the carbon Pesach, again, Machlokas, whether it's that one night or the entire Pesach, so too, you have to stay in Yerushalayim after the first night of Sukkot, perhaps the entire Sukkot. Most beautiful time of year in Israel, in my opinion, Sukkot in Yerushalayim. But then the Gemara asks, well, how do we know in the case of the Korban Pesach, in the case of the Pesach holiday that you have to stay overnight, the, the mitzvah, the chiyuv of Lina, says the Gemara, that's what the Pesach says. In the morning, you can go back and go back to your ohel. So it says, it says, you roast the Pesach, eat it there in the Bamakom Sheif Harshem, right? In, in, in uh, Yerushalayim. And then in the morning, right, you can go back, which means that certainly, right, you can't, you're not going to be well, sleeping over in the base of Mikdash. It just means you have to sleep over in Yerushalayim, certainly at least that night. Okay. So that's what you have if you, that's what you're learning if you are not, right? If you are not the Tanakama or Rabbi Shimon, that's what you're learning if you have the extra psukim. The question is, says the Gemara, but Tanakama or Rabbi Shimon, Tashlumin Latzeres Minalahu. 
Okay, so earlier, we, right, we had just said yesterday that you have this extra psukim of matzahs and, and sukkahs and shavuos to teach, matzahs, shavuos, and sukkahs to teach you the comparison with regards to tashlum. And also, right, and the question is, if you need all three of the holidays in the Pasuk to teach you the threshold for Balta Acher as the Tanakhama and the Rav Shimon do. So where, in fact, are they going to learn this extra lesson of Tashlumin Laatzeris? Remember, the Tashlumin Laatzeris was if you miss the Korban on, if you miss the Korban in the beginning of Sukkot, the Korban Chagiga we're talking about. If you, as we said yesterday, we'll give you a little Chazar Goranoids. If you miss the Korban Chagiga on Sukkot and on Pesach, you have all Sukkot and Pesach to do it, uh, seven days. We discussed whether it extends to Shemini Yatzer or not. We said it's seven days. Question is, if you miss it on Shavuos, so you know that Shavuos is only a one-day holiday and two days at most in Chutzlaretz. But what the Gemara said yesterday was that even Atzeris has Tashlumen, uh, right? For, even Shavuos has Tashlumen for a whole week. We learned it from the extra psukim. But the problem is the Tanakam and Rabbi don't have extra psukim. They need all three psukim to teach you the threshold of Bata Acher. So where do they learn the din of Tashlumen? Says the Gemara, they learned it from what Rabbi Bashmuel said, which is, Amra Taira. The Torah said two things. The Torah said, count days. Okay, and be Makadesh the Chodesh. When was this? The Pasuk says, uh, in Bamidbar, uh, in Sefer Bamidbar, Ad Chodesh Yamim. Right, that we count the, uh, right, when we can count the complete days, Ad Chodesh Yamim. Well, why is that significant? Because the fact of the matter is, and we already discussed it, but it, it is appropriate to repeat it because we are, in fact, learning Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah has a lot to do, and we'll get really deep into it, the last two prakim of our four parak masechta, but we'll get into the lunar cycle, right? Obviously, the, um, the, the masechta starts with the solar cycle, right? But the fact that we have an annual cycle, Rosh Hashanah, the yearly cycle, the yearly cycle has to do with the sun, the monthly cycle, as our calendar does, has to do with the moon. But the two have nothing to do with each other because it's not like uh, 12 moons make a year. Not at all. That's why we're always getting uh, into a situation, just like the Chinese New Year, Lahavdil, where you have to re- recalibrate the calendar to keep seasons, etc., to keep the lunar and the solar somewhat in sync. Well, it's not just that, because not only is the moon not in sync with the year, it's also not in sync with the days. Because if you, if you look, it's never really a full amount of days. It's always a partial, like 29 and a half days. So that's why sometimes you have 29, sometimes you have 30 to account for that. <clears throat> so again, the lunar cycle, that's why like the, right, our secular calendar does away with the lunar cycle. We don't care where the moon is. Because we, we don't care where the moon is because only if we just follow the sun, no. then you get days and you get years. And the moon, all it does is mess you up. Because it doesn't correlate uh, to days or years, okay? So, but the chiddush of the pasuk is that to correlate to days. That you may have thought, okay, I understand we're going to have a shanamu beret, but you might have thought that you have like twenty nine and a half days, and so every twenty nine and a half days you'll switch over to a new moon. No, 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 no. All we, days are shkodesh. You don't have partial or shkodesh days, okay? <clears throat> so why do we care about the moon? It's the first mitzvah in the Torah. Hachodesh azelachem, kiddush hachodesh. So why Hashem set it up that way? You're gonna have to, I'm going to have to ask uh, when I get a chance. But, but we are definitely very moon-based um, because Klal Yisrael, that's the first mitzvah. And we're kovea itim, right? Mekadesh Yisrael v'azmanim. Klal Yisrael can determine. And it's funny that you should ask them, Masechus Rosh Hashanah. 
right? Because Rosh Hashanah is where it really comes to the head. This whole idea of our Kiddush HaKodesh determines when Rosh Hashanah is in a very serious way. You're going to, if you stick around, Gorano, you're going to get a very full and robust answer to that question. Anyway, what are we saying here? So again, so says the Torah. This is a fascinating idea in the Gemara. Just like you don't have such a thing as a half day when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, so too you count days in order to what? To sanctify Shavuos. What does that mean? As follows. Says the Gemara, just like the beginning of the month, right, is done by units of a day. Minuyav is the units in which it's counted, which is a day. So to Shavuos, you have the Kiddush of Shavuos goes on Liminuyav, which is weeks, right? Rashi. Right? On weeks. How do you know that? Because it says in the Pasuk, in Sefer Vayikra, Sheva, Shabbosos, Tmimos, Tiyana. As we famously know, it's count, you count from Pesach to Shavuos in units of weeks. Again, why do we even bring this? Because the unit of the week is relevant to Shavuos because the Tashlumin for Shavuos is going to be that one unit, which is going to be a week, which means that it has this Kedusha, not eight days, not one day, but the Kedusha of Tashlumin for Shavuos is the unit of Shavuos, which is seven days, which is one week. That's how they learn it without having to have the extra Pasuk. However, the Gemara says, Ema Atzeres Chad Yoma, Maybe it should be one day. Why so? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're asking a good question. I think that question will be more relevant when we get to the second half of this Masechta. So you got to stick around. We're going to do a negative split. We're going to do the second half more relevant to your question, which is how do we deal with these celestial bodies if we're not on earth? Okay, because Kiddush HaChodesh definitely implies that you're sitting on earth and watching the moon. We'll get to that. It's not, you're not the first person to think of that question, so don't, don't pat yourself on the back for that one. Okay. Okay, so Ema Atzeres Adyoma. So the Gemara asks, maybe Shavuot should only be done by days. How so? Rashi says, Dixiv, right? It only, it doesn't only say Sheva Shavsos Tmiyos Tiena. It also says, Tisperucha Mishim Yom. So as we famously know, if you want to listen to all of the hak that any bar mitzvah boy will tell you of, you know, Rabbeinu Yerucham, the chiv of Svira Saomer, <coughs> right? Is it the rice that account days? Is it the rice that account weeks? Is weeks only Zechel Churban? That's, that's Rabari Elibowitz and Rabshalom Rosner, Shlita's territory, right? Where they're going to get into all of the lumdas they're in. But for our simple purposes, it suffices to say that we, even we are aware that the Torah mentions both weeks and days. And so that's the question of the Gemara. Why are you saying weeks? We actually also mention days. So you can't slip that one by me and tell me that the only unit of Shavuos is weeks, to which Rava says one of my favorite answers of all time. Can I ask you a first question? <coughs> um, you say, right. Yeah. What is it trying to say? Uh, days. Know, a day. Who cares if it's a day? You know? No, so... What's the, what's the thing about Yom? Well, a day is a very significant... Every day... Okay, Garanowitz, Mr. Moment. Garanowitz, seize the day. Carpe diem. Every day counts, okay? Right. Every day matters. Today could be the best day of your life. Okay? Just make all the uh, good decisions and make the most of it. Bezrat Hashem. Amarava. So the question is, we said that Shavuos is counted by, by weeks and also by days. Amarava. 
Are you going to tell me that the unit of time by which we count Shavuos is days and not Shavuos? The Amar Mar, Mitzvah Lemini Yomim, Mitzvah Lemini Shavuos. You can't say that Shavuos doesn't have a unit of weeks, right? It is true, and this is where you get into the Lumdus. Apparently, it's a mitzvah to count days and a mitzvah to count weeks. In fact, this is what we do, right? We say, mm-hmm. We always count the weeks and the days. But here, my second reason is my fave. It says, Hey, what is it called? It's called Shavuos. That's what they call a sign, right? A tell. Literally called Shavuos. And therefore, shouldn't that indicate that Shavuos is a very significant unit of time with regards to Shavuos? So fine. So that was Rava's answer to how we, to how, in fact, to, to, to justify the fact that the Tanakhama Rebbe Shimon can learn the Tashlumin for Shavuos from the fact that it's called Shavuos. So now. Shavuos is seven? What, what does it mean? Shavuos, is Shavuos means weeks. It's, you count, just for, right? You count, right, those seven uh, weeks between Pesach and Shavuos. So now, the question is, the Korban Pesach. We had said before, all the obligations, all those things don't have Baal Ta'acher. And, they, and, you, and the Shir, according, let's say, to the Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon, it would be three Regalim, says the Gemara. But in that list, in that list of all those things is the Korban Pesach. So what are you going to tell me? You could bring a Korban Pesach so late, you're going to bring the Korban Pesach on Sukkot? Is that what you mean? That's the Gemara asks. Really? You mentioned the Korban Pesach. Is that something you can bring on any regel if you didn't bring it on, on Pesach? Says the Gemara. Pesach zimnak Right? There's a specific time. Erev Pesach is when you bring the Korban Pesach. If you are maker of the Korban Pesach uh, in the proper time, then you, then Yeshakach. But if you didn't, Makariv, it's rejected. You can't ever be brought again. This is what we learned, right, in Maseches Psachim. We already learned this, Din. Because after you already missed, if somebody, Chaz V'Shalom, misses the opportunity to bring the Korban Pesach, we already know, right, that there would be an immediate problem of Balta Acher because you cannot bring that animal again. And therefore, there is no issue of Balta Acher with regards to Pesach. And there certainly is no time lapse where you can wait to do it later. So what does this Korban Pesach mean? So the Gemara basically says, Yeah, in other words, we said it, like, right? We mentioned Pesach because, uh, as a slip of the tongue, believe it or not. That's what that means. Pesach Kedi Nasba means we mentioned it at a, as a slip of the tongue, but we didn't really mean it. In other words, Pesach is excluded from that list. We, uh, and you did right by calling us out for it. We are striking Pesach from that list. Okay. Or... That's Rav Chista's answer. Rav Shesha Samar, my Pesach, Shalmei Pesach. Chista says, when we say Pesach, we don't mean the Korban Pesach. We mean the Shlomim of a Pesach. This, too, was discussed at great length in Mesechah's Pesachim and Daftari Zayin. See the last Rashi in Hamad Aleph. B'Shalokar B'Zmano She'ovad V'Nizkaper, right? Be'acher, Hunase Shlomim. Remember that? That if you don't bring the Korban Pesach, let's say it gets lost. So then that, Korban becomes a shlamim. That's what we learn. Like Rashi says, like we learn, right? So then its substitute becomes a shlamim, and it is that substitute that gets the balta acher. And obviously, Korban shlamim doesn't have to be brought on Pesach. It can be brought throughout the year. Just don't be me'acher more than the three uh, regalim. Because they say, if you have a 
Nobody said you can't chazak around it. Don't use me as an excuse, okay? No. Says the Gemara. Ihachi, Heiner Shlamim. Wait a minute. Says the Gemara. Shlamim is already mentioned in the list. So if the Karp Pesach means Shlamim, so then it's redundant. Ah, uh, Andrew, they got you. So Gemara answers no. Tana Shlamim, Habayin Machmas Pesach. Right, it does say shlamim and does say pesach to teach you two types of shlamim. One shlamim that's brought on account of the carbon pesach, and the other one that you designated as a shlamim lechatchila. So you might have thought, with regards to shlamim, that since the shlamim that came in substitute for pesach, that it should take on the din of pesach as we turn at the manageable time of six o one a.m. to dafheim and bays. You might have thought that since you brought. Right, two type of shlamim. The first is shlamim lechatchila. The second is shlamim um, that you substitute for Pesach. You might have thought that because you substitute for the Pesach, kapesach damu, first words on Ham and Beis, that it's treated like a carbon Pesach, kamash malan. No. That you don't treat it like the carbon Pesach in the sense, right, that you can't bring it once, right, Pesach starts. Rather, you get, you treat it like a shlamim, like a regular shlamim, in the sense that you get the three Regalim to bring it. Very good. Okay. Now, now we're going to get into the psukim, the sources, as promised. Rashi becomes a big deal here. Help us, helps us out a lot, always, as follows. Minahani Mili. Here's what we're going to try to do. We brought up, right, the, um, the idea that you can't delay certain things. When you make a neder, let's say, when you make an adava, when you make a Right, when, you, when you do a harama and when you make something hektesh, we said that those things fall under the category of balta acher. The fact of the matter is, there is no pasuk that quotes all of these things in one group and says balta acher. You have to learn it from psukim. And so the question is, all these things that are included in the list, where do we learn that balta acher, this idea of not delaying, applies to them? So that's the question of Minahani Mili. So let's go one by one. Says the Gemara, to Tanarabon. We have the following brisa. It says in the pasuk, "Kitidor neder." When you make a neder, acher. That that pasuk is straight up. You got to look it up in Sefer Devarim twenty three twenty two. "Kitidor neder You make a, a neder a vow. "Lo acher leshalmo." There it is. "Bal acher." You gotta right. You gotta be expedient in paying it off. "Kitaroshi d'shen Hashem lokecha miimach," because Hashem's looking for you. Right? You made a neder. Hashem's going to demand that you pay it up. Okay, so that's where you have neder, says the Gemara. So that teaches you that for nedarim, you have to pay up right away. What about a nedava? Let's see, what's the difference between a neder and a dava? Very succinct. Rashi, the first cheftza gavra in the Torah. The briskers, to quote Rabbi Leibowitz Shlita, the great Tafiyomi master, they apply this to every other halacha in, in, in the Torah too. But the original application is neder and adava. As Rashi says in the second line, neder areyar lai, that's gavra. Neder is I am responsible to do X, to bring this carbon, whatever. And adava is harezu. Adava is the cheftza. This carbon, I am going to dedicate this animal, whatever, I'm going to dedicate it as a carbon. Nafkamina, Barry. What nafkamina would be, what if something happens to the animal? So if it was an adava, that's a cheftza. So then something happened to the animal, it became a balmum, you can't do anything about it. So then you're not going to have to bring something in its stead. But if you took it on as a personal responsibility, a gava responsibility as a neder, so then something happens to the animal, you better believe you better go get another animal. 
Simple as that, Andrew. Like a picnic blanket. Okay. So we see there's a fundamental difference between Nether and Nadava. So how do you know that even with a Nadava you have this issue of Baal Te'acher? Says the Gemara. Nehmar Khan Nether Nehmar Lahalun. I understand something. If they have a family, yeah. how does... So what? I mean, they got to support the family and then they got to bring the also. That's what I'm saying. Listen, Karban... Doesn't forgive? Being Jewish is very expensive, um, Goranowitz. You have to support... You have to also do... Uh, buy clothing and food for Yantiv and, and Karbanos. We should be Zoha. Like, we should be Zoha to be able to, to, uh, to complain about the, these things. Oh, like, what, we don't have carbon because yeah. we're lazy. Well, we're going to try to, uh, we'll try to overcome that. You know what? You're here and before six in the morning. So everybody should be lazy like you. Okay. How do we know about Nadova also? Okay. So here we already said the Pasuk. It says Nadar. And then elsewhere, it says um, that im neder on adava. We 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 know in other contexts, right? We have a gzera shava, which says if you have if his carbon is a neder or an adava, we have elsewhere in the Torah where neder and adava, albeit fundamentally different in some respects, they have certainly uh, some similarities. It, it's an obligation whether you took on a chefz or a gavra obligation. You took on an obligation, and the psukim do. Right, mention them together to give the uh, equality of the Gzeir Shava, and we apply that equality to Balta Acher as well. As the Gemara continues to say, Nedava Imo means that just like there, when we say Neder, the Nedava is included in that, in that statement. So here too, with regards to Balta Acher, when we say that there is a prohibition of Balta Acher for the Neder, we mean to include Bata Acher for Nadava as well. So that is the beginning of the Pasuk. Now the truth of the matter is, we're going to take this whole Pasuk that I quoted. And we're going to take the Pasuk and pick it apart and break it down like a fraction and explain what each one of them means. And sure enough, it is in that one sentence that we learn all of our Brisa, all of our issues as follows. It's a very good. It's a low tasse. It's a lav of balta acher. Yes. Okay. That was yesterday. Okay. But but I threw you one one bone and I and I explained it to you even though it was yesterday. Okay. Lashem lokecha elu hadamin harachin v'charamin v'akdeshos. Okay. So when it says kitidor neder lashem lokecha, what's lashem lokecha? So that's what Rashi explains. Right. The last wide line. Shein kachei bedekabayit v'kulan lahashem ve'ein lekohanim behem klum. In other words, why are the damim and the arachin, the charamim, the ekdeshos, right? The, the, the value vows when you have arachin and you, you, you do it based on, as we said, the value that Andrew would fetch in the market if I sold him as a slave, or the value, the value that he has, alpitora, according to his status and all this, <coughs> and his age, and the charamim and the, and the ekdeshim, all of these are lahashem. The coin doesn't get any benefit from this. So therefore, that's why it's called Lahashem, right? Like we say by Yantav, Chati Lahashem, Chati Lachem. Anything that you consume is going to be Lachem, but anything that the Kohanim or you don't actually consume is straight up to Hashem, and therefore that is what is alluded to in the Pasuk when it says Lahashem Lachacha. Or, Lota, and then continuing with the Pasuk, Lota Acher Lashamo. I hate to say it, but if I want to sell my stuff these days, yeah. is that possible? Do we have a Vadim Bismanazeh? Barry, do we have a Vadim Bismanazeh? Not so much. No, I'm not Aside from not being PC, we don't really have the institution. You need to have, 
you know, this, uh, I think you need to have the Sanhedrin in full force. Like, you can't, I, I don't know. No, that, that's I a, want to bring a Torah, but I have no money. I once discussed this with Joel Padowitz. I said, slavery, really, in the Torah? Like, we have it in the Torah. How can you do that? So Joel explained to me, he's a genius. He's a big rabbi. He used to be, like, very big in England, but now he lives in Rabbi Chemish. Um, and Joel, okay, funny story about Joel. How did he become from? He, he grew up in San Diego. He's backpacking all over the world. Wow. He went to Rome. He was looking for wisdom. And so he had heard that there's wisdom in Yerushalayim. So he goes in Yerushalayim and he says, could somebody take me to the yeshiva? He thought yeshiva was like this one place that everybody goes to and they have the great assembly and sages there. And wow. it was thought it was one centralized place. Wow. So he wanted to know, he wanted to meet the elders of Zion. Wow. So he said, could somebody take me to the yeshiva? And so somebody had the sense. He was asking the Tachanam Kazit. So somebody took him to Aisha Torah. And the rest is history. But be that as it may, or Samech, I forget which one. He's, he's unbelievable. More, I mean, younger than that, but he, um, he, he's an unbelievable, uh, he's, he's an unbelievable genius. Anyway. So I asked him, because he's the kind of guy that has the, like, breadth of thought that I could ask him, what, what about this slavery? So he said, culturally then, it wasn't really as bad as you think, this, to your point, that a person couldn't pay back, they didn't think it was a bad life. Now, mind you, the Torah frowns upon it, right? right. The Torah doesn't allow an Everett Ivory, if you want to stay beyond your term, right? We, we say, Ozen Shashamah, right? Altiyu Avadim La Avadim, right? You should be only Avde Hashem. By the way, we are, we are no strangers to the concept of slavery. We were slaves in Mitzrayim, and when we left Mitzrayim, we didn't exactly become free willy. We left Mitzrayim only to become Avde Hashem. As Rabbi Breitowitz Shlita says, freedom, freedom to, not freedom from. <laughs> freedom to be over the Hashem, not freedom to do whatever you want, Karanowitz, okay? That's beautiful. All right, let's, let's bring it home, okay? Musa, you, know? <clears throat> you brought it out of me. Here we go. So the Pasuk continues and says, That means that you're chayiv for the Baal Acher for the thing, but as the Rashi in the first narrow line says, The Gemara is going to explain what this means. In other words, when you switch that thing that you, that you promised for something else that may not have the Baal issue, the answer is going to be it will have the Baal issue. However, it's going to what? It's not going to take on the same time frame as the original. It's going to get its own time frame, but we'll see. Says the Pasuk, Continuing with the same Pasuk, Elu Asham, Olen, Shlamim, Daroshi, Dushen, Rashi again, right? Shehen, Nidrashi, Mimcha, Harei, Chova, Himutan, Malecha, those things are a Chova. What Good. In other words, exactly. What Rashi is saying, Daroshi, Dushen, means Hashem's demanding it from you. So how's Hashem demanding Dafka, these things from you? That's what's called a Chova, right? If you have to bring a Korban Chatas, let's say. So the Averos, Chalila, that incur Korban Chatas, are an Avera, that once you do that Avera, you are obligated. That's what the Rosh Hashanah means, Goranowitz, that Hashem is Doresh it from you, He is demanding it from you, that means it's a Chiyuv. Very good. That's what Rashi says. The Gossel continues, Hashem Elokecha, Elut Stakos and Maestros What does that have to do with Hashem Elokecha? So, so he says, that when you have to give charitable donations, right, in the Bechor, says Rashi, the Hakroya Seirahu, right, it already said, Ki the Rosh Hashanah, and it already said before Hashem Lokecha, if you're paying attention, before we said Hashem Lokecha is the Dami Marachin Charamin Hekdesha. So why are we saying it again? It says the Rashi, Lasuit Stakos and Maestros, 
because it says the word Hashem Elokecha in both of those contexts. You have to know a lot of Torah to be Rashi. There's Dvarim, in Sefer Dvarim Chavtal, it says, Luchati Yetz Lifnei, Hashem Elokecha. How do you like that? And also with regards to Meiser, Vachata Lifnei, Hashem Elokecha, Meiser Deganecha. There it is. So the word Hashem Elokecha, once it's Meyutar, right? Once it's left over, it is referring to those Psukim where the word Hashem Elokecha is also mentioned. Thank you, Rashi. Always. And then finally, the, uh, the Pasuk continues. It says, Meimach of you. What's Meimach? Says the Gemara is a leket shikha upea Rashi shein chilku al ani dechsiv be esa ani imach. There it is. The word imach is the poor person imach that is amongst you. A lot of people think, oh, the poor person is what? He's no out of sight, out of mind. No imach. It's as if he's sitting in your living room. He's amongst you. It's a musar in its own right. You have to have that kind of empathy. So what wow. do you do for him? What, what is your fun to help the non All those things, important? of course. Yes, everything that you can do as if it was, as if it was your, your own, right? Okay, and the Pasuk says, there's going to be a sin. What's, what do you mean sin? That's below, right? That, that your offering won't become invalid. That's an important additional thing that's not a source necessarily for Bata Acher, but do you understand what's going on here? It means that, like Garanowitz said, Bata Acher is an Isr Lav, right? It's a low say. So let's say you're Chas V'Shalom over on this low say. So it means you're over the low say, but that's your Avera. But the Korban itself doesn't become puzzled by virtue of your, of your low say, right? The Korban itself could still be brought. It's just that, right, it doesn't, right, it doesn't become puzzled uh, the way Right, uh, it's not pigul or something like that where it becomes puzzled from your tarrying, but rather the carbon is still good, just that you were over on lote acher. So now eleven lines down, Haman Bay's Amar Mar lote acher l'shalma lohu v'lochilafav. So this is what we had said, right? What does it mean that it refers to the carbon itself, but not that which you switch? So now the Gemara is going to explain chilufei mai. What's this switch? Um, this substitute ichilufei oloshlamim. If you're talking about oloshlamim, maker of carve. Wait a minute. Certainly you have to bring the carbon. In other words, it is subject to Bata Acher. So that's true for Ola and Shlomim. How do we know? Rashi says, It says, Shalmo. In other words, once you bring in a substitute, that is a Shlomim. So, of course it has Bata Acher, because just like the original did, this too should have the... So we're going to explain what this means. But the bottom line is it becomes a Shlomim. So, and if you say, this is the Gemara's Miman of Shach, right? In other words, Shlomim that you substitute. This is important. We already discussed this uh, in Masechah's Pesachim over there, but it bears repeating. Shlomim that you substitute take on the Kedusha of Shlomim and it becomes Shlomim. That's what we said before when you had the Korban Pesach. There's different ways that it can become puzzle and maybe got lost, maybe turn it into Shlomim, maybe turn it not into Shlomim. So as we said before, the Shlomim can turn into Shlomim, it takes on the Kedusha and it's fine. But the Chatas is one of the what? It's the Chatas who, uh, whose owner already got, right, through, through, uh, it says a chilufei chatas. You already brought a chatas, and now, in other words, the, sub, the original chatas gets lost. You bring in a chilufei chatas, and you and you're makar of it. So now you already brought a carbon chatas. All of a sudden, Betsy, the chatas cow, shows back up. What do we do with her? We have to leave her to die. We have to lay her out to pasture, right? It's one of those cases where you have to leave it to die because if you already got the kapara, what are you going to do? So, and it makes sense because shlamim, it's like you're volunteering it, and it's not the chiyuv. 
So then you could always give extra. Whereas the chatas is a, supposed to be a one-time event that's supposed to be a doroshi dushenu, right? That Hashem is obligating you. Once you fulfilled your obligation, it's meaningless. Once it's meaningless, you can't bring it. You can't just bring chulin balzara. You can't just bring something without import and meaning. So that's why you, we say by chatas that you can't bring a substitute. And by shlamim that you can. So that's what the Gemara is saying. Mimanafshach. If it's a shlamim, so then just bring it. And of course it has balta acher, because just like a regular shlamim. If it's a chatas, you can't be makriv it altogether. So, so what are you even talking about? You're, you're not bringing this carbon. So how would balta acher apply? Says the Gemara. Why don't you just give it to the poor? Let the poor eat. Oh, what do you, uh, it's, it's, it's a very important thing because it's hekdesh. Yeah, maybe if I would have written the Torah, I would have said, you know what, all the hectic stuff that you can't use, why waste it and lay it out the pasture, give it to the poor? That's not a bad question. Yeah. I bet you somebody asks that, but I don't know the answer. So that, that question is interesting. That, why did Hashem set it up like yeah, that? Yeah, it's like a charity. You're giving it to charity. It's like hectic charity. You know? <laughs> I hear you. You like that, Barry? You finally, you asked like, okay, that was, that, that may have, I don't know. All your questions were good today. You're on fire today. You know, I know, but that's the thing. I don't want to encourage you. You think that you're asking good questions because you took days off. It's not true. You, okay, so here we go. Elamai chilufav. So why does the b'risa mean chilufav if it can't be a chatas or a shlamim? It says chilufei toda. Korban toda. Ah, what are we talking about? Well, that became mixed with the original toda. We'll see. How, how does this work? Says Rashi. Chagon shenit arva berishona. What does it mean? You bring chalos toda. And you have to bring bread. Don't forget, the, to- the carbon toda brings a lot of bread with it. Okay? However, when you, when you bring the Khalifa toda, its substitute, they do not require lechem. There's something called tamura, not truma. There's tamura, where you mix it as follows. The tani. Here's the b'risa. Let's say your carbon toda became in- intermingled, right, with your tamura, with its substitute. And one of the korbanos died. Okay, so now you don't know which one. So, Wow. You can't bring, right, the one that, you don't know which one is which. So now you can't bring the one that survived. Why? What are you going to do? You can't bring it. We're going to explain. Again, you have the surviving animal. What do you do? Should you offer it and bring 40 loaves of bread? You can't do that. Because Dilma Tamurahi. So this is what Rashi explained, Right? The original carbon toda has to be brought with bread. Its substitute is brought without bread. Now they got intermingled. They both showed, you know, one disappeared. You brought a substitute. The toda came back and showed up. And now one of them died, and you don't know which one is which. So now the one that, that survives, if it's the original carbon toda, has to be brought with bread. If it's the, not, if it's the tamura, then it can't be brought with bread. And now you're stuck. Because if you bring it with bread, and you made a mistake, then you're using bread that you're not allowed to use, chulin, balzara, it's not appropriate. And if you had to bring bread, then you're bringing the incomplete korban toda. And so you are stuck, as the Gemara says. Right? So should you bring with lechem, dilma tamurhi? Maybe it's a substitute, it should not be brought with bread. So liquor below lechem? So what are you going to do? Bring it without bread to assume it's a tamura? Dilma todahi. And if it's a toda, it has to be offered with the bread. So as a practical, right? So now you just simply don't know what to do, right? However, however, it can't, so it can't be offered. Okay, so that is perhaps what the, we are talking about when we say that that is what's excluded from Baal Ta'acher, that there would not be 
Baal Ta'achir. But the problem is, says the Gemara right away, this is what Barry's eyes are asking me. In other words, what do you mean that's what's included in, excluded in the Pasuk of Baal Ta'achir? You can't bring this Korban. Uh, Baal Ta'achir only applies to a Korban that you can bring. This is an animal that you're stuck with. So what would be the Baal Ta'achir? It's already excluded, not by Baal Ta'achir, by the fact that you can't bring it altogether. That's the issue. And the problem here is that we're trying to figure out when it says, look, the Pasuk told us, right, that, again, the Pasuk told us that Balta Acher applies to the original Korban that you promised, not to its substitute. So we're saying, okay, well, what was it trying to exclude? What was it trying to exclude? So we said maybe the Korban, it can't be a Shlamim because Shlamim does have Balta Acher. Can't be, in, right? It can't be a Chatas because Chatas you can't bring. It can't, so said maybe it's a Toda. It bring this whole complicated case of Toda and said that doesn't, that you can't bring either. So it can't apply to Toda either. So what are we stuck with? We're going back to Shlamim. And what's it talking about? So here's what happened. You, let's say, made a <coughs> neder or a, or a, uh, or a nedava. You decide you're going to bring a carbon Shlamim. Fine. But you were lazy, Garanowitz. You did not bring it right away. You waited one yantiv. You waited a second yantiv. While you waited, the carbon got a mum. Now it can't be brought. So what do you do when the carbon gets a mum? Vechilalo al acher. Okay, that you could do. Rashi says, Amar There's this procedure you do of You substitute the one that got that you originally designated. You substitute. It gets a mum. You substitute for one that has no mum. Uval mum In the case of the shlamim, eval mum actually yotzilachulin, which is to say the original. You could you could give it to the poor. You could oh, give it. You could sell it in right. So you you could sell it at um, Halo Teiman, right? <clears throat> so you go. Fine. So that one's fine. So now you switched it, and now you have a good one that you can use. The Avralav Regel Echad. Okay. So you pass the first yontiv with the original. You pass the second yontiv with the original carbon. Then the original carbon gets a mum. Now he gets a substitute. Does that substitute carbon when you pass the third regel? Do you count from the original? Or do you count from the substitute? Says the Gemara. You might have thought that since this one now that you have that's unblemished is substituting for the original, yeah, from the time of the original, you were lazy enough to wait three regalim. You might have thought that it takes on the original, right, time frame of that original carbon. Kamash Malan. No, that's what the Pasuk is teaching you. That once you substitute it with a mum, the clock restarts. There you go. Ask the Gemara. Ula Rabbi Meir, the Amar came and shavar lav regel echad over b'bata acher my ikalam emar. Yes, that's according to that shita. But Rabbi Meir, remember we had five shitas as to what the scope of b'bata acher is. So what would you say to Rabbi Meir who says that the scope is just one yantiv? So then there would be no difference between this carbon and the substitute. The b'bata acher is right away. So Amar Rava Achav Ma'iskinan Kagon Shehumam B'Tocha Regel V'Chilalo. Right, the original carbon, uh, perhaps. Let's say it's the middle of Pesach. It got the mum. And then the Yantiv pass. Since the original carbon you designated before Yantiv, but, but you were too lazy, you said, okay, I'll bring it towards the end of Yantiv. And then it got a mum. So you may have thought, again, even within Remeyer, you could say you, that the original, um, that, the, that the substitute takes on the time frame of the original. No. The answer is, 
come on, the Avrilei Kulei Regal Dami, that because it started with the original, that it takes on the time frame of the original, Kamash No. In other words, if it get if, again, you substitute it, because the original carbon that you designated right before Pesach gets a mum in the middle of Pesach. So whereas, according to Rameo, you'd only have that one yuntiv to bring the carbon if the original carbon gets a mum. And now in the middle of Pesach, you designated a new substitute. That one gets until after Shavuos, right, to get it because it does not, it, to bring it, because it does not adopt the time frame of the original carbon, but rather, even within Rameir, it adopts the new time frame, which is the following Yantiv. So we'll stop here, 11 lines down from the bottom of Hayam and Bayes.